If you're trying to make any kind of meaningful, effective change in your life, you've come to the right place. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or good morning or good evening, depending on what time it is in your neck of the woods. Uh, welcome back to part two of an episode that uh, John and I started talking about last week. So if you missed part one, please stop, go back, listen to part one, and then come back on over here for part two of our talk about consciousness, a key to life. Um, otherwise, this this episode is going to seem a little odd. It may, if <laughs> you missed all the buildups, so it uh, may seem a little out of context and not make a lot of sense. So make sure you go back and listen to part one first, then come back and join us for part two. All right, let's jump in. If the consciousness isn't there to accompany the new experience of life, you won't be able to hang on to it. It will slip through your fingers like water, right? It's incredible when you break this down and, um, you know, again, because the people that are watching this say, well, that's great and it's factual. Well, let's let's bring it a little bit closer to home because I can attest to exactly what Laurie's saying. I was a youth minister for 12 years. I finished youth work in 2016 physically, but emotionally I didn't finish there because I took on the, the, you know, the political baggage, the anger, the frustration. And I had that and I held that for nearly five years before eventually, you know, and, and this was one of the things I don't, I don't think necessarily maybe I was subconsciously seeking it, but I wasn't actively seeking it. Came across Wayne Dyer's teaching within two hours. And this is why Laurie laughed, you know, Laurie and I are laughing because it was like within two hours, bang, five, eight, five years worth of severe anger <laughs> and bitterness and all of the stuff. It went, I went and told my wife, she was, oh my goodness, that's incredible. But here's the real amazing thing, folks, with what Laurie's talking about here is, you know, how fast things can change when you change your con consciousness. So mm -hmm. January of this year, 2021, if you're watching this in the future, um, you know, I went through those changes. Literally, I took a two month sabbatical. I remember telling Laurie and I was like, oh, I've got to come back to work now. You know, it, it was that strange thing. We kept in touch a little bit, but we'd met, you know, online and, and we were talking about coaching and all sorts of other things never anything else. And then as things really start to rapidly change for me, I started to talk to Laurie about, you know, other opportunities, other business opportunities. Mm -hmm. From there, it started opening up with, you know, all these business opportunities flowed. I didn't have to do a damn thing about them. I literally put out the net and what came back was incredible because I changed my consciousness because I started listening to mm -hmm. the positive teaching, I started taking control of my own self, my own inner engineering, as opposed to relying on someone to do it for me. And just mm -hmm. hoping, oh, I'm, I'm going to get better now. You know, and that's unfortunately, I think what a lot of people do is they, they hear the idea of change or the, the idea of consciousness and becoming more aware. And they think, man, this is such a big issue. This is such a big thing. And I need to do so much. It's like, you actually don't. <laughs> you know, all you need to do is change what's going on in here. And that's going to change how you start to think about things. You know, life isn't what happens, you know, to us, it's how we respond to it. I know, you know, I, I don't allow myself to get worried or angry about what has been. I just get to a point where I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. ex-boss, I send you love. If you knew better, you would have done better, but you were conditioned. I can't mm -hmm. control what you do. All I can control is myself. Mm -hmm. And when you do that and you start to take control of yourself, 
literally your entire world will change. And Laurie and I was talking a little bit about this before we came on air of all the things that have happened in 10 months. You know, mm -hmm. our income has tripled. You know, we're being invited to special speaking events with some of the big name speakers. We're doing a lot of different things. And it all changed because I changed my state of thinking, my level of consciousness, my awareness, because I realized if I wanted to actually get rid of the bitterness, anger, and all of the other negative stuff that was there, I need to do something about it as opposed to just believing that it would happen, which when mm -hmm. you just leave it, it doesn't often change. It just festers and then it crops up and feelings buried alive never die. They just keep coming back time and time again. So mm -hmm. there's a yeah. little testimonial story for you. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And, I, you know, what you said there is so key about, you know, changing the way you were thinking about things, um, turning things around so that it wasn't so much dwelling on negative. Um but what I want to add to that is, so opportunities started to come to you when you made that mindset shift. But then you didn't just do nothing. You took action. <laughs> yes. So it's not about just waiting for, you know, a, an opportunity to show up on your doorstep and then everything, you know, blossoms for mm -hmm. you. The, 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 you know, the doors can be open and the opportunities or the people or the things may start to show up in your world. But then you need to you need to put boots to the ground and you need to do something right. Absolutely, because that and that, that is absolutely true. Because it's great having the the idea and the intention, but then you need to have, like Laurie was saying, the action behind it. So it was literally, you know, saying, Laurie, I've got this idea, you know, for working with teenagers. What do you think? Um, didn't know where I was necessarily going with it, and that's happened with several other people in business throughout this year. And it's literally, like you say, you know, preparation meets for your opportunity. You've got to be prepared. You know, so that's why I study all the time. That's why, you know, I'm reading, listening, you know, on and on mm -hmm. and on. And Laurie does the same to make mm -hmm. sure that when those opportunities come and they will, you know, that you are prepared because otherwise you, you squander your opportunity, you know, so it's really important right. that you are prepared for sure. But again, you've got to take action. That's, I think that's a really important thing. And just to, to follow on what mm -hmm. you were saying about change, because it was something that I'd explored and examined and studied earlier on this year. What tends to happen when a person makes a change, and you got it absolutely right, is that they like the idea of the transition. They like the idea of the change, whether it's weight loss, whether it's going to the gym or, or whatever it might be. Um, and then all of a sudden, a couple of months down the line, it starts getting a little bit harder. The nights start getting darker. It's rainy. It's miserable. It's whatever. And then what happens is as human beings from a psychological point of view, we revert back to mm -hmm. our default setting. This doesn't just happen with our bodies. I remember talking to Laurie about this um, and telling about some findings that I'd find with my psychological studies. Um, it happens with the mind as well. So a person who's learning how to juggle, their brain lights up. They stop learning how to juggle. Their brain goes back to the normal you know, way of yeah. being. They're, they're the factory setting. <laughs> setting. That's why I call it, you know, all this study, my mental medication, because it's mm -hmm. literally the very thing that's taking me from where I am to where I want to be, helping others, et cetera, et cetera. But is it then possible to go back the other way? Well, of course it is. Because if I've been able to condition myself that way, I can also condition myself another way, which is going back to the higher level of consciousness right. of you need to be in control of what you listen to, who you you know speak to, who you surround yourself with. And it's right. so important when you're willing to make those changes, you've got to go all the way. Because what happens <laughs> is you get to that transition, you get to the second stage and you're like, it's no man's land. This is a little bit weird. This is uncomfortable. And most mm -hmm. people go backwards. 
as opposed mm-hmm. to getting to that third stage. And it's, I think, William Bridges that talks about this in his book, Transitions, phenomenal book. Um, and, and he talks about this when people get to the third stage, they get to a point where they're like, oh, wow, this is incredible. This new way of thinking, this new way of being, this new fill in the blank. Yeah. You know, and it's incredible, but you've got to keep on going forward mm-hmm. with the new life that you've chosen. Yeah, I, you have to. Um, it's a practice. It's just, it's literally a continual nonstop practice. And when you stop practicing, then you'll either stop there or you, like you said, you revert. Exactly. I think people who achieve um, success, you know, by their own definition, um, you know, at whatever uh, they've embarked upon, they have changed their inner world. They've changed their consciousness. And then they experience the lasting and effective changes that they were seeking in their outer world and in their life experience. Um, And this is such an important distinction to understand um, in regards to your own life. So make sure you get that your outer world, that is your physical body on out. It's, it's not, it's not out there. It's as close as your physical body. Your physical body is your outer world. The I am of you is your inner world. Your consciousness is your inner world. So making sure that you get that distinction. Um, Your, how do I say this? This is another, this is actually another one of my of Fox's sayings, and I and I love it. And it's just to put a period at the end of this particular segment. By right of consciousness, you will do, and you will be, and you will have, for better or for worse. And that is by right of consciousness. I love so, that. isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's very uh, simple. Yeah. But it's just it just it's right on target. So if you want to change your circumstances and your experience of life, um, and you want to become more, a more enlightened human being, then you first must change your mind, Mm -hmm. which is what, you know, we're all about here, right? That's the antidote to being stuck. It means you have to be willing to shift your thinking. You have to begin to elevate your consciousness. You must proactively put yourself on the path to learning self-mastery, which is something you touched on a little bit earlier. And, you know, in that, did you ever read, um, did you ever read As a Man Thinketh by James Allen? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. I love, love that book. It, it's really a booklet. I mean, it's not, it's not a big, it's like 50 pages. It's like can, 50 pages or something. Yeah. It's, it's like 50 pages. Book. I mean, if you are somebody that can sit still for 20 minutes, you can read it. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I have this um, favorite passage that and it's actually the whole book, my whole book is yellow because I've highlighted almost the entire thing. You know, it's like, oh, I need that. I need to highlight that and come back to it. And so the entire book is now highlighted. But um, I, I want to read literally the introduction from that book. And it really sets the tone. Well, first of all, let's, uh, before I do that, um, let's say, let's say self mastery. 
um, since we've kind of segued into that, is um, it's being the master of your thoughts and emotions. And this is this is a concept that you do not want to ignore. Now, as a man thinketh is um, is a book. It was written by British writer James Allen. Uh, it was published in 1903, so it's been around for a minute. Um, it became a best-selling classic. Anyone that has is a student of personal growth um, knows of this book. Um, James Allen was known for his inspirational work. Uh, he's regarded as one of the pioneers in personal development and the self-help movement. Um, and in the book is essentially about how thoughts influence our character, um, our circumstances, our health, our purpose, uh, and our achievement. It teaches a, a fundamental way to help you learn how to help yourself. So personally, I think it should be a mandatory reading in school, right? Like, you yeah. know, by the time you are about 13, 14, you should be, you should be taught this. The introduction of this book, I'm going to read it. It's a powerful, it's a powerful little start, but this is, this is a kind of a cool, I guess it's kind of a poem, but it says, mind is the master power that molds and makes. And man is mind. And evermore he takes the tool of thought and shaping what he wills brings forth a thousand joys, a thousand ills. He thinks in secret and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking glass. Yeah. Spot on. Spot Pretty on. well sums up yeah. what, you know, what we've started talking about. Um, and that's just the introduction. Uh, so I would say, you know, anybody that's listening to this and is intrigued, I would highly encourage you to go pick up that little booklet and sit down and make yourself read it and really be open to what it's telling you. Um, anyway, cool, right? It's really awesome. And it's also available, folks, in audio form. You know, not that we're trying to pitch you or do anything, but you can go to YouTube right now and you can check the book out. Um, and it's true. And I was making a little note there, you know, that, that just took, I suppose, as a reminder to folks that whether it's good or bad, what you focus on, you know, I can't get this over enough, is, is what you very well and very easily can attract into your life. Um, and I think that's really part of the theme of what we're talking about today, to be very much aware of your thoughts, how you speak about yourself. Um, and uh, and everything else. I think, you know, it, it's it's so important. I think it's one of the most fundamental teachings that has to, at some point in the near future, be taught in schools because they need to hear this. Yeah, maybe it will. I mean, the, the educational system is going through quite, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> quite the chaos right now. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but I think um, another thing that is we should talk about for a minute because it's an important distinction and it, i think it's just because of the terminology is is the difference between being woke and and being awake um because that's you know it's such a big thing um but you know being being woke and wokeism is something that is uh quite quite up for a lot of people right now and it's um being it's it's a very influential um and controversial 
I don't know, way of being, thinking, subject, topic, I don't know what you want to call it, but um, because it's so, uh, because of the word, I, I feel like we need to talk a little bit about the distinction between being woke and being awake, because being awake is part of what we're talking about here with, with being on the path to um, a higher consciousness or becoming more aware of up-leveling your own consciousness. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I, I'll be intrigued to, uh, uh, I mean, do you, so before I, before I like give my take on this, okay. because it is just my take, mm -hmm. you know, I could be, I could be off base. I could be wrong, whatever. I'm just going to say, here's, here's my take. Um, but do you have, do you have your own definition of, of, woke or what is your understanding of being woke see over here in the uk it's not something that's really that, that i'm aware of anyway has really reached us yet um mm. you know in, in terms of awakened um you know again for me at least we're talking about a spiritual awakening where you're mm -hmm. aware of something a lot more than just yourself mm -hmm. um you know again like i was saying earlier on you know the sun's setting right now beautiful red and golden skies you know, it, it's that time of year that I always look forward to. You know, I'm aware of that spiritually. I feel it inside. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for other people, you know, that they, 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 they don't like the free spirituality or, or spiritual because of all the negative connotations that's there. Um, so they look for their definition in, an, in another way, if that, if that makes sense. Um, but I think in, in some mm -hmm. ways, it's all roads that are leading to the same place. It's finding that deeper place within yourself activating mm -hmm. and realizing hey you actually have this next level to yourself that mm -hmm. you, you didn't have and, and, and again i was jotting down a note that sometimes people succeed in business when they're going through those negative emotions they're feeling horrible that you know all of those lower consciousness things that we talked about um, and they make it successfully but they're miserable and it has to be forced in order to do it when you start to become more awakened of something bigger and larger than yourself that's actually trying to assist you that's moving through heaven and earth to help you mm -hmm. all of a sudden it becomes more joyful more you know energetic you know i've been up since 4 a.m this morning you wouldn't know it you know and it's literally just like yes we're doing this because, yeah you know it, you just feel so much different and, it, and it's not but folks i should tell you i've been on both sides of the coin i've been there where i've been like okay this is freaky deaky do kind of stuff i've been on the other side where i'm like wow this is incredible because i've experienced it for myself that's one of the things for both laurie and i that sets us apart from so many other people is we've experienced it from both sides of the coin um so what we're talking about here isn't this really weird stuff because i can tell you what it was like to be angry and frustrated you go through those human emotions, but I can also tell you what it's like to come on the other side and for those shackles and chains to yeah. be dropped. I'm going on a tangent here, but <laughs> so that's, that's, that's good. Thing in some ways. So yeah. how about you? Yeah, like? no, that's good. It's good. Cause a lot, I mean, that's how a lot of people, a lot of people feel or have mm -hmm. felt. Um, so I think that's interesting that it's not, you know, being woke is, is not such a big thing over there, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a big deal over here. Um, and I guess for me, the way I look at it and my understanding, um, what I hear, what I see demonstrated, what I read that woke is an ideology. Um, and it's, 
it appears to be based on people's ideas about what they think are acceptable social doctrines and morals. Uh, it's not about raising the consciousness of the individual uh, or about spiritual maturity, shall we say. It's about, it's being demonstrated as a way to influence other people to agree with their opinions and rules about what to think and how to behave. Yeah. Now, being awake is a completely different animal. They're, they're, they're two different, completely different universes. Um, being awake is, is, is about raising your consciousness, right? It's about a person's quest to become more a more awakened human being, to awaken to one's true nature. It's a spiritual quest or a goal of creating a much higher understanding of themselves, of others, um, of the true nature of existence. So awakening to a higher level of consciousness is an inwardly directed, process, right? It's an inner process of personal transformation. Whereas wokeism is outwardly directed. Yeah. So the person on the path to enlightenment, uh, to raising their consciousness and becoming more awake is focused on, on changing or evolving their self. Whereas the woke person is intently focused on changing everyone else. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I was just looking there at Wikipedia um, and Wikipedia define it as a well-informed person um, that makes their decisions based on their external world, as opposed to, like you say, awake, um, which is, I suppose, more instinctive, if, if that's the right word. Well, it's just more spiritual. More spiritual, One's, yeah. one's yeah. not. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it, you know, when I looked at that, the first phrase that came into my mind from Wikipedia with wokeism is almost like a group of people telling you how it should be and how it is, as opposed to, like you said, the spiritual, um, which is obviously going in, in, a, in a very different direction for sure. So very interesting. But no, that, that as, as far as I'm aware, that isn't something that's actually over here in the UK. Um, so mm -hmm. that's that's interesting mm -hmm. for sure. We don't want yeah, it. Here. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> It's it's uh yeah it's just it's just different and I think that because the words are rather closely related and mm -hmm. because of the um uh because of our subject matter and I just want to make a clear distinction on what we're talking about because they're two very different things um so so anyway I think um you know. I think this was a lot, I think, for people to start to digest today. And I'm thinking that we're going to come back next week and we're going to carry on with this a little bit more. We're going to talk more specifically about some things and uh, eventually uh, we'll leave people with some things that they can do um, to raise their own consciousness, to start to develop a higher consciousness, if, if that's something that um, seems like a good idea. <laughs> so. Like a good plan to me. Okay, perfect. So um, you guys, thank you for hanging out with John and I today. This is interesting. And I'm, um, I'm looking forward to next week and diving in some more. It's again, it's, it's such a, it's such a big, 
it's complicated. It's a complicated topic and there's a lot to it. So, you know, before, um, I think before people start to think about, but wait a minute here, I'm, I can't, you know, all these things happen and it has nothing to do with the way I was thinking or the thoughts I was dwelling on. I get it. I get it. And we'll, we'll talk more about that. So don't, don't get too flustered, um, and start getting defensive. Just, just stay open, just be willing to consider and we'll see what happens next week. All right. So that's a wrap for today. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss the upcoming episodes. And uh, of course, to find out what personal coaching is all about with me, head on over to lauriebischoff.com. Give us a rating and a review. If you would just take a minute to do that, it would be wonderful. Be very meaningful to us and it inspires other people to listen to all the great shift being shared here so until next week stay feisty my friends mind your mind and go make some epic shifts happen in your lives you too gary v